What's up and welcome to episode 45 of How Not To Summon A Podcast. As always, I'm Shinny Senpai and this week I am joined by the only thing more annoying than Yuki, Jim. I'm offended. <laughs> and the guy who loves a bit of Marco, Grayson. I have no idea what that means. It's the Dan Space Dandy character. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that his name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking my ADHD spaced out when I was watching it. <laughs> and this week we are going to be reviewing part three of the future Dark. So we pick up with episode 13, where we left off. Look, I'm going to say this now. Episode 13. Can I have my beer back? Yeah, cheers. Thanks. <laughs> I can have his beer back now. Taking it off me during intros. What was episode 13, before we even get into it? Like, we left it with the whole, like, bag full of drugs and needles and shit, right? And they're going, supposedly, on that date. Fucking episode 13 was the biggest piece of shit in now, this. How many dates have you been on where they've got... A bag full of drugs. <laughs> drugs. Down good <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> if they throw munches in there, I'm fucking it. <laughs> you son Let's of a bitch. Let's go to a secluded place up in the mountains with my bag of drugs. <laughs> and wake up tied to a chair. Some Scooby snacks. <laughs> hey, being tied skeletons. to a chair can sometimes be a good thing. Let me tell you. Not in James Bond, it wasn't. <laughs> Wrong, James. <laughs> I don't remember being tied to a chair. So- <laughs> So, episode 13 opens with Yuki and Yuno. They're on the bus. They're on their way to their date. They don't get off at this stop they're supposed to because Yuno doesn't want to. And she's like, I've got a different idea. Let's go to a different place. I'm not trusting that. (laughs) Be suspicious. Suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) Yuki's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Let's go wherever you want to go. And we cut away from them and we see Deus again. And... The kingdom around him, his little, um, is it the Akashic Records? The Akashic, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> I'm feeling Karsic. Yeah, They're, the, um, the Temple of Doom. It's all starting to sort of crumble, crash around him because he is dying. And he also mentions the fact that he was under the... He thought that Fourth was going to be in the game longer, Kurusu. He thought, oh, I thought Kurusu would be around longer than he was... I thought he planned it. He even no, said, so Murmur then piped up and was like, yeah, boss, that was me. I'm the reason that Forth found out about his son earlier than he should have because um, I wanted to hurry it up because you're dying. It's another indication that Murmur's not on the level, right? Really not on the level. Yeah. I mean, you early called it saying, oh, Murmur wants to be... I mean, you weren't right, but you were right in a sense because obviously Murma's not after the throne, we see. No. Um, but there is a different goal for her. But you were right. There is something sus about her from literally day one that you spotted. Yeah. Well, look at her, for fuck's sake. No one looks at that and, and the way the shags and goes, yep, that's perfectly fine, definitely not suspicious in any way, <laughs> shape or form. Didn't have pink hair, though, so I mean, it threw me. <laughs> purple, though. Purple. So, uh, and Mina Ney had purple hair and she's a crazy bitch. Is that the explosive one? Yes. She's not crazy. Misunderstood. <laughs> mm, killed a school full of children. Misunderstood. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Have you met children nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> That's game cut. <laughs> Don't even have to say it these days, folks. They do it themselves. You just did the... <laughs> signal. Anyway... We cut back to Yuno and Yuki, and Yuno suggests that 
she's going to go and get a drink for them both out of the vending machine. You're not touching this drink. No, if I was one right now, I'd put a cling film on the top of that. (laughs) (laughs) And Yuki... Well, look, we we see him drink the drink and then that's all we see. Because we cut from that and we get to see Hina and Mao. They're naked in a hot spring. Like, (laughs) Jim's like, yeah. They're naked in a hot spring. They were invited by Akase to go up to this spa day up in the mountains. Um, Strangely enough, close to where Yuki and Yuno were going to have their date. What a coincidence. And we also see that Mao is sneaking pictures underwater of Hina. As well, because she's like, I thought I saw a flash under the water. That's a damn good advertisement <laughs> for that phone right there. <laughs> Jim's like, what phone is that? Water resistant? <laughs> no, it's in a bag, isn't it? No, I don't think it is. Is it just a straight up? It's yeah. just oh, straight okay. up, straight up and under the water. It's a flippy phone. What fucking flip That's phones could have gone underwater? Not yeah. the 3310. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a flip phone. But... That was a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure resistant to like a thousand feet. And it's not just them that are there. Uh, Kozuka's there as well. I've, I'm not a fan of Kozuka. He's just... I hate him. Yeah. Which one's Kozuka? The, the the one that sold Yuki out in the old school and then sold him out when he joined the new school, but yet the somehow, badass. somehow joined the, the friendship. The badass. Yeah. yeah. He's only a plot driver and I only see him do Is two things that, through this really? entire I mean, anime. He's fucking yeah. useless. He pops up maybe Three once. times, maybe. He pops up once that's actually anything to do with a plot. Well, he pops up with his own... Uh, subsidiary diary later on. Oh we'll, we'll, we'll come to that though. So Hina is also thinking of Yuki. So I don't know why they wanted to drive this, to be honest, because yeah, she's having thoughts of Yuki while she's in this hot spring and that. And and, and nothing ever comes of it. No, it's very odd that they try and drive that because you think, oh, maybe it was Yuki just with a fleet in sort of, oh, we're quite like Hina, but you didn't think there was gonna, they were going to play on reciprocation with it. It's no, just, yeah, it's just it didn't a weird seem thing. reciprocated at the time, the first time. No, but I guess he won her over with the whole like. <laughs> when we... did that? Just try again. Just try again. Just until like... they get Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen this is basically an advertisement for Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, and whatever that phone is, that's hot water as well. Yeah, that is that is hot like, water. I'm you. And the camera shouldn't work underwater. It should just be a blurry mess. I mean, it's Hina. It probably was a blurry man. <laughs> She's awfully fond of them dogs. <laughs> Jim, uh, Jim, the, there's no need for that. Bit. The good old <laughs> red knot. <laughs> red rocket, red rocket. <laughs> that was about 15 seconds, right? Sheeny, I, I always say that's getting cut, right? But you never do. You there never do. Is. This is for future Sheeny who's editing this. <laughs> You never do cut it. The diary didn't change, it's fine. We see that Nishijima is in contact with Akise. Um, Akise is already sussed that something's not right with Yuno and Yuki's date, and he's recruited what Nishijima. What gave it away? What yeah. gave it away? The yeah. massive bag of drugs. The massive bag of drugs. <laughs> oh, no, it's because in the last episode, he said the police were looking for her. And she deleted the message on Yuki's phone. That's yeah, right. That so, and the massive bag of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole group sort of get together and they're like, we've got to find out where Yuki is because he could be in trouble. They haven't seen him for five days, have they? Is it? F- I, is I it think f- they said like five he's, days. Yeah, he's, he's been, been missing? missing for a few days now. The date has gone on longer than it should have. 
And Long, longer than like they, six hours is a problem. <laughs> that's a fucking trip, isn't it? Jesus Christ. They come up Five with the... Five day bender. <laughs> <laughs> they come up with the idea, or, or Akase comes up with the idea of, um, can you research and see if Yuki or Yuno's parents owned a hotel up in the mountains near the area? And they find the rough location of where they want to look. And then he comes up with the idea of, well, he doesn't. Kozuka comes up with the idea-ish of looking for a place that has water and power. Well, no, he goes for a piss and then realises he can't wash his hands. <laughs> yes. And he's like, you're an amazing idiot, basically. Yeah, so they go looking for a hotel that still has water and power. And they come across the booby-trapped hotel. Um, we've gone home alone for the second time. I, instantly. In this With pickaxes. This is home alone. Yeah. Home There's alone a bit of a difference. Lost in New York I mean, right now. I mean, <laughs> home alone to electric boogaloo. <laughs> Marv wouldn't have survived this one, I'm afraid. <laughs> Marv would have been dead. That's because it's not a paint can, it's a fucking hatchet. <laughs> I thought it was a pickaxe. It might have been a pickaxe. Why is a pickaxe in a hotel? <laughs> I don't think it moved there itself. So why is it there? This is not uh, fucking Beauty and the Beast, like moving furniture in that. It's literally <laughs> been like, oh, maybe I'll go over here. Hang myself from the top of a fucking elevator Come and wait the for somebody. Come to this mountain and enjoy a genuine, authentic mining experience. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go with a Coors Light beer. <laughs> beer. I was like, mm. There's nothing good about a Coors. <laughs> nothing. So eventually, Hina gets a text message from Yuki's phone. Saying, you know's trapped me, come and help me, I'm in this hotel. Is any of us believing this? I mean... Not in a million years. It's fucking clearly a trap. <laughs> I looked at that and I'm surprised like, mm. it wasn't a, a gif of General Akbar at the I top of the fucking I was message. Thinking, yeah. <laughs> Why doesn't she hold on as well just and just say, I'll just contact everybody and let them know. Instead, she runs off and turns around to Mao and is like, there's no time. Let them know. There's no time to do the thing that is mobile. <laughs> <laughs> This entire thing is focused on mobile phones. Just flip open your phone and ring them. It's almost <laughs> like you can't run and be on loudspeaker. <laughs> and you really shouldn't run and be on loudspeaker. <laughs> is it Mal then gets a text message? Look at that. Look at what? Look at what? It's a helicopter. That's a fucking Apache helicopter. Just flown over that way. That's the first time I've ever seen one of those properly. Sorry. Sorry, that, this is the problem with you sticking me here. I would have never seen it. We didn't stick you there. You whined. I didn't whine. He did whine. There was definite whinage about chairs and the table and wanting a sofa and floating <laughs> microphones. Oh, floating microphones. <laughs> yes, floating microphones. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fantasia. So... <laughs> <laughs> So Mal gets a text message from Hina next saying that she's found Yuki in this hotel. Come and help. You're definitely not <laughs> accepting that. I'll be like, yeah, she's been caught instantly. <laughs> Hina's fucked. She would phone them. Like every time they've had something to say in this, they have phoned each other. Yeah, now it's all over text. Mm. So the, the rest of the group, they run to the basement where Yuki is being held. And Akase opens the door and he sees somebody in a chair at the back of the basement. And he turns around to Kozuka and is like, Hold the, Kozuka, fuck, hold hold, the door. Hold the door. Hold the hold door. Hold door. Hold door. It's one fucking job in this entire thing. Stay by the door. We'll go and check it out. Goes over. It's a decoy. 
And just as they're about to turn, Kozuka turns around and goes, hurry up, what's the weight? Hey, guys, what's going on in here? I'm just go inside the room. <laughs> and the door shuts and they get locked inside. He didn't hold the door. Cut to Hina. She's all tied up on the floor. Looks up. Yuki's in a chair just drugged out of his mind. It's not that bit that gets me. It's the next bit where you see her in her underwear? Sitting, yeah, in her underwear with two fucking skulls. And I'm like, she has gone she, off You know it's in the throne of power. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones star, Iron Throne. Basically, yeah. Oh, fair enough. In her underwear. Uh, cut to the room again that the guys are trapped in. It starts getting pumped full of gas. Uh, what kind of gas was it again? It was... I thought it was just regular gas. <laughs> just normal gas. Just gas. Just gas as just gas, gas is. You know, Brit- <laughs> British gas company calls up. You've got a leak. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Actually, there's no way you're getting any gas in the UK currently. It's really fucking expensive. <laughs> and we cut... The episode ends with us cutting to Deus, and he's talking to Murmur about who's going to come out on top in this scenario... And Murmur bets the only on one Yuno that isn't will. tied up in that room. <laughs> well, Murmur bets on Yuno, and Deus is like, "No, Yuki will win this." And it ends, and we go into episode fourteen. It opens with the guys in the room and filling with gas, just gas. And Akise turns to the group, and he's like, "We have exactly thirty minutes until we die." How does he know this? <laughs> Like, genuinely, how does he know? he's got, like, Sherlock Holmes on that. The room is X square feet big. (laughs) The gas is leaking. (laughs) At a rate of. (laughs) I can definitely kill at least one of these people and extend the time that I have in here. I was going to say, yes. (laughs) No, you just get get higher. Did you see that? Like, did you see how quick he was like? "Mm." It wasn't just no yes. It was excitement in his (laughs) eyes. No. (laughs) I'll kill one of these two. (laughs) Taking my oxygen, are you? Just get higher up. And then I go high. And then I go high. That's all you got to do. Gas is heavier. Just breathe so it'll less. Just, stay, just breathe less. <laughs> do you know what? I tried that once. It didn't go fucking well. <laughs> so there, any, there. Anybody got a match? Cut to, yeah, that, it's over quick. Yeah. So then we cut back to Yuno in her underwear. She's trying to force feed Yuki, like slamming the spoon against his teeth. And Hina's like, stop fucking doing that. Anyone like the cock banana? The cock banana? Yeah. That she tried to get him to pee in. Yeah, oh, the, yes. the little it's piss pee thing. time. <laughs> pulled out a cock banana. <laughs> but why, why are you peeing in that? What is yeah. that? You've been in hospital, right? Yeah. yeah th- those what? are the things the that hat. you... Yeah. No, it's like a... I mean, in, yeah, the, the brown thing you always put on yeah. your head. N- no. It's like a hat. I used to do that as a child. Oh, really? I was a very sick child. I was a bit... Well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to bring change. it down, but I was a very not sick, a lot sick of child. <laughs> See, yeah, I thought... no, no, I'm sick in a different way now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like... You enjoyed Lord of the Rings. That is pretty sick. I, I never said that. <laughs> There's only one man over here that's a Tolkien fan. Fucking shit, innit? <laughs> Let's not go into this. So, you know, turns around to Hina and is like... I'm only doing this because this is the only way that I will get my happy ending with Yuki. Just get a massage. How about not drug him? You know. Yeah, just get a massage. I don't... Like, it was going well. Yeah, it was. I didn't understand this. He was, like, completely The previous episode went really well with the whole Kurosu thing that happened. And Yuki was like, let's go on a date, you know, just you and me. 
Why does she do this? I don't understand it either because he's like, Do you yeah. think maybe because she's changing things from her world? The mistakes that she made? No, because like later on down the line, she turns around and says, I tried to play the game the exact same way. Although oh. certain things happened where it, I couldn't. But she does make a point of saying, I tried to play the game almost exactly the same. So does that mean she did this in the first world? No, surely not. No. Then it's got to be because she learned from the first one. Yeah, it basically it, she couldn't protect him from everyone else, so she thought the only way I can protect him is by locking him up and keeping him in an abandoned building up in the mountains. She was trying to protect him from others. the other diary users. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, she... I'll protect him by incapacitating him. To be honest, he needs to be protected from her more than anybody. <laughs> he needs protected from himself, the whiny bitch. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Kirito looking motherfucker. He's not Kirito for a start. <laughs> he looks like him. He acts like him. He sounds like him. Does There's he just act a like lot him? more waterworks. Who's that? Does he act like Kirito? Oh, he fucking does. Um, he's certainly less heroic. Yeah. By heroic Until he means. turns all like Doctor Evil right at the end. <laughs> the only thing yeah, missing was love, the pinky, right? right? I love his Doctor <laughs> Evil. It's like, great. Fuck everything and everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that is how he becomes. Yeah, but anyway. I like it. <laughs> that gem's a little turned on by it. <laughs> I like a strong man. <laughs> he ain't afraid to do what's right. <laughs> or what's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what's necessary. <laughs> <laughs> the seriousness. So Akise manages to get in contact with Yuno from her little control room that she's in. And he turns around and goes... I bet you're having tea with some skulls right now, aren't you? How did he know that? So he knows like, that because he knows that there were three bodies found in her garden in the pit. And two of those bodies had missing heads. Why so, did she not take the full skeleton? I, I, that made thought, me guess something, though. When I was watching this, and I was watching it with Fran. Well, you know who the third one was? I guessed twin. I wasn't far off. Oh, is that what you thought? That twin? was my guess. That was a twin. And she turns around to Akase and is like, you woke up my parents. It's like, no, you woke them up and you removed the head <laughs> from their body. And dug like a 40 no, it's called pit. an eternal slumber. And There's <laughs> <laughs> no getting out of it. And Akase turns around and goes, the only thing we don't know, you know, is who's body three. Who's body three? Who is body Who three? Is body three? <laughs> that was the most Norfolk you've sounded. And he tries to bargain with her and he's like, I will tell the police everything about these bodies and the garden and everything like that unless you let Yuki and everyone else go. Uh, she doesn't give a shit. She's like, mm, you're stuck in a room full of gas. You're the one in the... You're, you're not you in understand. a position. I've got four bars right now. <laughs> <laughs> was his line. That was his comeback. He was. He was like, I've I got will, a good signal. <laughs> I will send understand. this message. But then doesn't she just turn around and be like, oh, you're funny, guys. Uh, no, like, well, she turns the gas up and speeds it up instead. Right. Just do what they do at all gas mining facilities. You just set it on fire and it'll burn it as it comes out. Yeah, if I've, you did I've, that at, right at the beginning, I don't think you're good they in had that a room. Match. You're good in that room. What kid doesn't carry around something to start a fire with? Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you're Captain fucking Goody Two-Shoes. <laughs> everyone else got into genuine trouble you started little fires and fucking shit like that you just did 
You used to do science, didn't you? You used to put a piece of paper over the bunsen yeah, in burner. In science? <laughs> exactly. In a place which was due to be exposed. There was safety involved in Jim's world. Not in my A bunsen burner, school. you say? What can I burn? I'll melt my pens. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, that's what you did. You fucked around with fire. What kid isn't doing that? You didn't carry around <laughs> lighters and matches and stuff. Here are the uh, summoning boys. We like to preach safety at all times. <laughs> Don't burn your stuff. Ever. Unless it's really fun. Don't listen to him. <laughs> so, this is the moment when Kozuka receives an apprentice diary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Mm. Like, this was already convoluted enough for me. Yes. Yeah, Why so did they do this? He gets a gift of a diary, but it's not like a real... He's not, he's not a contender in the game. He's... Um, like a helper? Yeah. An apprentice. This is where I pulled out. Yeah, so... <laughs> it's a bit early for you. <laughs> so he helps them... He helps them escape. He escapes through a vent. They help him yep. escape through a vent. The fucking lass after him needs to fucking do some upper body work. Oh, I know. Mal. Yeah, I know. Or stop standing on her knees on his shoulders and <laughs> fucking stand up. Yep. So... Kozuka manages to make his way to Yuno. He gets there. Yuno has no idea who he is. I mean, very few people in this room probably do know who he is. Her selected (laughs) memory. I've been with you for two weeks. No, don't know you. This is when Yuki, for some reason, seeing Kozuka gives Yuki a little bit of clarity from his drug-fueled dream. It's that prick I know from school. (laughs) I see it. Literally. He gets the flashback and he's like... She drugged my drink. So Yuno then gives Kozuka like an ultimatum. She holds up two keys and she's like, this is the console key to save your friends. And this is the key to Yuki's chains. Pick which one you want. I don't know why she did this, by the way. It's just pointless. Yeah. She wanted the bag. She's like, no, she turns around to Kozuka. She's like, let me just take my parents and go. The skulls that are in the chairs. She throws Kozuka the key to the console. He puts it in, turns off the gas, frees Akase and Mao, and then takes a crossbow to the leg. Took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> he is not an adventurer anymore. <laughs> he was never an adventurer, that guy. <laughs> also, gun. Why the hell has she not got a gun? Because she's like 15? Because crossbows are cool. She got a gun <laughs> from the police station. She already had one. She didn't. If she wanted to kill him, she could have killed him then. And, and she there, should have right? killed him. Fuck right? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, no. Looking from her point of view, bang. Looking from our point of view, bang. Yeah, yeah. he's a fucking fuck Oh, we got rid of that character. Spin the camera spins, we see that Yuki is not there anymore. He's not in the chair anymore. He is right beside you know he slaps her. Because sometimes. Sometimes. You just gotta slap a bitch. A guy. A, anyone. <laughs> <laughs> nice safe. Well recovered, Jamie. Nice safe. Equality. Yeah, nice safe. <laughs> <laughs> These fists are bisexual. They're there. <laughs> and he takes the crossbow from you know. He turns around, he's like, come on guys, let's leave. And they turn and all walk out. <laughs> come on, guys. You let's just get shot home. me. I'm gonna shun you. <laughs> yeah, you basically. Mate. You know goes after him and he turns around and he's like, screw you, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. I shunned. Did you not hear? <laughs> Silent treatment. I spit in your general direction. 
Cut to the foster home. And we see Matron, the Matron of the foster I home. I fucking hated this. What? I hate this what entire thing. What was going on with the character design? For a mother. What? For the walking baby? What was that? That baby can walk. <laughs> <laughs> what was going on with it? Why is she so large? T-posing? Not? Constantly? Constant, constant. It's like playing CSGO when it's broken. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it just fucking breaks all the time. We see that the um, the matron has sent out three of her diary apprentice users to go after Yuki. So this is where they define what the extra diaries are for. Why did Kozuka get the extra diary? I don't know. You're supposed the, to be gifted yeah, them, aren't n- Well, he's... I think mother got them because that was her actual diary. Why? Don't forget, Deus was siding with yeah, Yuki. Yeah, so I think Deus, Deus gave the diaries to him because he's already sus of Murmur. So I he sent Kozuka that diary. I think he did. Is what he's done, and then he was like, oh, "Well, everybody can do it now." Uh, as the group leave in the car, they slow mo past the sports car the that cool has. Kids. <laughs> yes, on their has... way to an American high school <laughs> <laughs> to watch the game. Hey, Johnny, get in, get in. <laughs> We're all in that car, right? We'll go together. <laughs> None of us are in that fucking car. <laughs> We're in that car. <laughs> what are you talking We're about? We're all in that car. I'm right? the chair out of my mind. <laughs> That's true. No, no, keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> get the piss bucket. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dick banana. <laughs> does make life easier, to be fair. What, a piss banana? No. Oh. <laughs> what does? <laughs> Being drugged? Yeah, just cared, cared for. Just cared, cared for. for? Oh, I thought you meant like recreationally. I was like, it really doesn't in the long run, mate. <laughs> so the episode ends with Yuno making her way out of the hotel as well. And she says to herself, they're going to be coming for you soon, Yuki. You're going to need me whether you want it or not. I'd rather or not. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know. You want that killer machine by your side? No. Say it once, I'll say it again. No. I've got the. Not ama- if it's drugging me and kidnapping yeah. me. That's a bit I've got weird. the amazing Kozuka with much. his King Diary. <laughs> I don't I've need anyone else. <laughs> and we go into episode 15. Episode 15 opens with Yuki. He's in his bed um, and he's talking to Deus about this whole like diary keepers thing and. You get a bit of clarity that basically any of the main diary users can create secondary diary users to support them in the game. Why doesn't, at this point, Yuki make diaries for all his friends? I thought that. Like, give say one. I know he does it later. Well, Matron does it later for them. But is Yuki not capable of doing it? Because I told you, it does breaks it. Does he know it. how to do it? It breaks it. Like, it breaks the game. If everybody can get a diary, then everyone can have a new one. Yeah, but then why is it a thing? Surely that would be the best thing to do, though. Yeah, you, give your, you make sure your friends... Tons yeah. of diaries for loads of people. Well, we see, all of them. we see eventually well, with Eleventh. Mayor does that later on, doesn't he? But And it would have worked if it weren't for those pesky kids. <laughs> for those meddling kids. <laughs> so, Yuki turns around to Kozuka and he's like, can I see your new diary? The, I think he calls it the King Diary, it's doesn't he? the King he? Diary. Uh, he picks it up, throws it on the floor, smashes it. And Kozuka's like, you've just killed me, man. He doesn't die. So basically, you break one of to these... To our disappointment. <laughs> you break <laughs> one of these diaries, nothing happens. And Eight, or Matron, is just processing... She's given all the foster kids in this care home diaries. 
And we get a rundown on basically what Wi-Fi and a router means at this point. Yeah, and Yuki looks at his phone. You know when we talk about Yuki and how far ahead he can see and this, that, and the other? Well, yeah. at this point, he looks at his phone and he's like, three days from now, I'm going to be kidnapped. I thought he had a day. No, three. It's always been a day. You're, it was a day. The next day. It yeah, was no, a day. Yeah. So he's turned around and gone, three days from now, I'm going to be kidnapped. Is that because he can see the ending? I mean... Aha! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they start convoluting it. Like I've just said, with the uh, phones and giving them to extra people, they start convoluting yes. the whole story. They really do. Uh, so Yuki's group all turn around and like, Yuki, we're, we're in this with you. We'll we'll help you get through this. And they get this whole like friendship moment. Yeah, fuck the woman that shot at us and the one that drugged you. Yeah, and Akasei's like... We're in here, bud. <laughs> Akasei's like, don't forget, you know she's not gone. She's going to come back. Look out for you know. See her in the bushes outside looking out. <laughs> Hello, my love. That, that sounds like the start of a punchline every time I hear her name. Look out for you know. You know? You know who. Yuki goes downstairs. <laughs> the one who cannot be named. <laughs> she sure not be named. Yuki goes downstairs later that day. Mum's in the kitchen. All the food out on the counter. Yes, the mum's back. And uh, he's like, oh, mum, you had time to cook. The food's really good. You've and recovered like, from your head injury. <laughs> and she's like, oh, no, I didn't make this. You know was here earlier and she made you dinner. You know who? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you made me laugh. <laughs> just, you could just see through the window. We just looking then... <laughs> in. We should, every time there's lunch, we should edit Jim in the background, just peeking in from somewhere. <laughs> just nose against the restaurant window, peeking into people's kitchens. <laughs> you made me lunch. That's a big bag. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the... Uh, it's the old movie where he smashes through the door with the axe. You mean The Shining? The Shining. Shining. You the couldn't one. remember the name of The Shining. Yeah. Here's Johnny. Yeah. You made me laugh. Made me laugh. <laughs> Get on it, Twitter. <laughs> if not, Grayson has plenty of time. He'll be on it soon. No, I spend all my free time masturbating. <sighs> Over your dad! <laughs> like, I should just pause. Like, I now have the free reign to just press this button anytime. So we cut to the group heading to Kozuka's house. Turns out the guy is filthy rich. He's got a humongous estate and a large mansion. I'm not rich. My parents are. Yeah, basically, that is what he says. <laughs> it's not mine. It's my parents' money. All right, Trump. Fair Literally, uh, yeah. it's hey, not mine. Fair play to him. Yeah. He's like, yeah, this isn't mine. No rich kid does that. Every rich kid's like, yeah, this is all mine, or it will be. Once I have killed my parents. <laughs> <laughs> And Akisei has devised a trap for these um, people that are coming after him. Talking of, where are his parents? Mm, yeah, that is a question that comes up later as well. Their they... house gets burned down. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> genuinely, if I was like, I'm just having my mates over and then my house gets burned down the next day. That's a good party. <laughs> I was going to say, dad walks in. Good time, son. Nice party. <laughs> Worth it, was it? Insane. <laughs> Got a bit out of control, but... Arrow to the knee. <laughs> Good time, sir. <laughs> so, Akasei's plan is, for some reason, Kozuka's estate has a phone tower. Yep. So he's He must going... be part of TNT. He's going... <laughs> TNT. So they're going to fire... at and t It's part of Dynamite. <laughs> Might as well be TNT, because everything blows up. And they've realised that real diary users' phones aren't affected by phone towers. 
but the subsidiary ones are. I don't know when they work this out. And the idea is set off a small EMP that knocks out the phone tower on the estate so that the ones coming after them will lose their ability to use their diaries. Is everyone with me? How long has Akase had <laughs> on this plan? He's a genius. Genius. And then there's just somebody who's got foreshadowing. So when the time comes for them to set the trap off, it doesn't go off because the power to the house, to the switch that they were going to use has been cut, not cut by who you think it's been cut by, you know, cut it. She turns up and she's like, you don't need Akase to save you. I'll save you, Yugi. Sneaks out like the they kid. They could have just away. Captain Planet the shit when their powers combined. It's, yeah. Well, they did for a long it's time a until she win. kidnapped him. So she willingly then goes upstairs because Yuki's like, come upstairs, you know, and protect me. Uh, she gets upstairs. He ties her hands together. Why are my hands tied, love? <laughs> <laughs> because you're a murderous evil woman. That's why. <laughs> they hear some noise, commotion in the house. They run downstairs. Nishijima comes flying through the door. He's been smashed through the door. And we get our introduction to Marco and I, two of the best characters. Easily. Apart from you, know, two of the best characters. I in really this. didn't get this Uno obsession you two have got. Oh, no. Uno what is mean, you two? the best character. Nah, <clears throat> nah. I'm indifferent to Uno. I really like four. But why me, he, he like me, has me, like what, a Kurosu? three episode He's arc? Cool. Uh, Me is okay as well. Yeah, Mina is cool. But she comes into her own later on. So Marco and I. Marco has what he calls the undefeated champ diary. I fucking love this diary. It is literally just, he's going to hit you on the face. Yes, he just knows when an attack is coming. But it's more than just that, because he can. his diary also looks out for I. I thought one looked after the other. No. It's, a, it's cool, right? No. That's his subsidiary diary. So his fake diary spoilers is the undefeated champ diary where he can see attacks because i has a fake diary where she can see and she gets updates on all the guys she's going to flirt with okay with me yes that's why she knows about yuki because she's planned to flirt with yuki therefore her diary is giving her updates on what yuki is doing this sounds like your diary They end up chasing... <laughs> Didn't even deny it. Chase, Didn't even deny that. Give it away, secret. They, they, chase, nice <laughs> they chase Yuki and Yuno up to that hatch area in the roof. Is and this before or after the church fight? Church fight? No, we're not at the church fight. God, that's, in, that's in Tokyo Tower. That's later. Okay. So We've got ninja throwing stars first. <laughs> yes, we have. So eventually... They burst into the attic to attack Yuno and Yuki. And finally, they set off the EMP that takes down the cell phone tower. And Marco and I are like, oh, our diaries are useless now. Oh, wait a minute. We have other diaries. They pull out the real diaries. (laughs) Here's one I made earlier. (laughs) They are actually both seventh seventh and eighth no seventh just they're both seventh and he also turns into space dandy at this point he He does quaffs his hair out oh yeah he does turns out that they are actually real so they're not they worked with matron they were orphans matron took them in 
basically, yeah, Matron is connected to them and whatnot. It's mm, it's a little convoluted. I mean, how was that going to work in the end? One's got to kill the other. Yeah. Well, they, yes, but I I guess. But Matron's an, actually a nice character. Yeah. yeah. So she didn't want to. Not I think that's the rule. point. Yeah. <coughs> Yuki <laughs> Yuki has no choice to. But to cut you know free from the restraints because he's like if I don't cut her free she can't defend me and I'm going to die. This guy gets worse and worse as we go on. By the way, he's like the only reason I'm going to let you go is so you can save me. Yes, he gets really. Why hasn't like... he tapped it by now? What? Because he's a wimp. He is. Every time there's been a moment of that, I'm just saying... he gets shy, blushes, and turns away. Well, it happens eventually, so, you know. This guy could last 30 fucking seconds, and she's like, that was wonderful, darling. I mean, he's not wrong. So, (laughs) I throws throwing knives at Yuki. The power of his suggestions, like, helps her. I genuinely half-expected darts to come flying over Yuki. (laughs) But we don't see them anymore. They do not, no, I don't think they make Until an appearance Until maybe anymore. one of the last few episodes when they mention a dartboard and there's a dart in it. Yes, that's it. I thought they were going to be a big part of his like no. identity. No, it's they like, were plot devices for the first half. There's, there's, that's a, it. there's a dart here. He was here. It's <laughs> <laughs> a calling card. Yeah. Why not? So The bullseye killer. You know manages <laughs> You know manages to deflect the throwing knives with her knife skills mind powers uh, Yuki praises her and that spurs her on even further and all she's focused on is his praise the power of your praise helps me <laughs> how did no one slip over in this fight that was a wet joke Jim I See got I it I got it <laughs> I don't think you've ever got wet mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a damning indictment <laughs> Marco and I end up running away because she runs out of throwing knives we see Hinata and Mao as well. Um, they're helped by Marco and I out of the house because the house is... Because they're not bad people. Yes. So Marco and I actually save Hinata and Mao. The house goes up in a blaze. Marco and I then turn around and walk back in and are like, you haven't actually got rid of us yet. You think you could get rid of us that easily? They walk back into the burning building. Wait until they come outside. <laughs> Yeah, like why have a fight inside the burning building? Just wait until they come. But outside. they have the power of true love. So Team Great. Rocket can blast off again. That's why <laughs> <laughs> they kind of do remind me, of right? <laughs> the roles are just reversed. Jesse, James, actually, Jesse and James would work more in this. Oh, Jesse would get a dick though, right? <laughs> this guy, this guy. Don't tell me you wouldn't. This guy. You exclusively masturbate to cartoons. He's getting cut. Don't. <laughs> like, he's getting cut. Like, not even like... Trade secrets. Like, <laughs> don't have a peek behind the curtain. <laughs> you know you know, and I end up going head-to-head inside the burning building. You know's just about to take I out when Marco blocks the knife attack and takes the knife to the arm, I believe. Sprinkler system goes off. He takes Yuno down and Marco turns on Yuki and is like, why didn't you help her? Why didn't you protect her like I protected I? Uh, she drugged me like four days ago. <laughs> like she was genuinely... I'm not in love. This is Stockholm Syndrome. He, he literally, <laughs> he fucking slams Yuki for using Yuno. You don't know, man. You weren't there. 
You don't know what's been going on. To be fair, neither was he. He's fucking gone. He picks picks up Yuki and throws him off the banister of the staircase. That's hurting a bit more than what happened. Now, the episode ends with Yuki and Yuno in hospital. Turns out that Marco and I stole their diaries and are holding them hostage. Why? This is where you because just end the game. They're using they're using their diaries because they're they're getting their updates. So they think that that's an advantage to them right. to keep. They're getting them. an update about the two people they should have just killed. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like they would have just off them <laughs> right there. We know where they are now. I don't know. Great. You knew where they Maybe were when Marco you had a chance to stab, stab, stab and... No, are. it doesn't make any sense. Like literally, just <laughs> break the phone. Yeah. So. The episode ends with the hospital door opening and me and Anae are standing there in a nurse's outfit. And we go into episode 16. No, 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 you had my attention. <laughs> go on. <laughs> it's the first time in this full episode that you've episode... had his attention. <laughs> episode 16 opens with us meeting for the first time Yuki's dad. Oh, he's such a prick. Like, even from the start. He is an asshole. We cut to... He's turned up at the hospital. We cut to Yuki inside... He's being trained by Minane. So while Minane is straddling Yuki, go on. His dad walks in. Go on. <laughs> and he's like, "Excuse me." He's like, "Excuse me, son." Can I seem sh- to be stuck in a tumble dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Can, Can you share the nurse with me? I got stuck putting the sheets back. <laughs> and he he turns around to Minane and he says, and I quote, "Straddle me like the jockey does a thoroughbred." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his dad is all over me and a trying to rub himself up against her this takes the meaning of give a one for me son to a whole new level <laughs> and he turns to yuki and he's like yuki i want to help you and yuki's like uh go back to mum that would be helpful if you two got back together again it would make life a lot better doesn't really solve the problem though of and dad's like, yeah, dad's like, no, no, I want to help you train. His dad doesn't know what for. He's just like, I'll help you train with me, Nene. We'll run for 10 minutes and then I'll be an asshole. That's my father dutifully. It's, it's done. What's We're his done. dad doing? Like, well, we find out what he's doing. But we cut to Marco and I. Uh, there's a moment in their little bit where I get super jealous because she thinks that Marco is messaging a girl. Uh, turns out she had his her phone Yuki's phone yeah oh no her phone her yeah phone. yeah for some reason she thought she had his phone but she didn't she had her phone and she spoiled the surprise that he was going to buy her a ring I like these two like I like Marco and I their story's good yeah we then cut to Yuki and his dad and they're doing exercise so first of all they they do pull ups um his dad who calls himself pull up paul i do enjoy that's not as good as you think it sounds (laughs) loses but mina says that he was so fast at the pull-ups that yuki just didn't see them then they go on to the iron grip test to test and he calls himself iron grip gary again (laughs) not as good as you think the whole thing is, as Minane says, the best is, hand job ever. It's about <laughs> is about Yuki spending time with his dad. It's not about his the fact that his dad's cheating and winning. It's about the experience that they're having together. 
and you know is watching from the bushes with a knife in her hand. She's we- always there. <laughs> She's always watching. Like you know, it's just you. She's just Homer Simpson in the Simpson. Always back. Game back. The speaking measurements back. We get to the final. <laughs> we get to Homer Simpson in the bushes. There you go. Nailed it. We, we get to the first final. First try. <laughs> we get to the final exercise, which is a race up the hill, and his dad takes off. And as they're running, his dad talks about the fact that the reason he can't go back to his mum is because he's a gambler. And he racked up such a huge amount of debt that he got in trouble with some bad people. And he thought the best thing to do was to leave the family so that they weren't involved. Fair. Three million as well. Yes. Three million in the hole. And then he runs off. He, r- he races ahead. Yuki gets to a point where he thinks he's, he's like, where's dad? I can't find him. And his dad's left a note on the bench. Um, he's vanished. After the big long speech by the moped. Yes. The, yes. The spe- is that mean the name on the moped? Yeah. yeah. She gives him a speech about his dad and how he's not such a bad guy. And Give him a chance. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then he does like the rat race thing where he comes and turns up in a blooming taxi back at the, <laughs> at the hospital. So the reason... Basically, the reason that I and Marco are saving Yuki and Yuno's phone is because Yuki and Yuno are purposely making them think that they're getting good information from the phone messages. You with me? No, So the reason reason he's doing this training montage is because then his diary will update saying that he's training for something, which will make Marco and I think that his diary is still useful. But they would have never had to have worried about that if they'd have just gone. Yeah, they're in the keeping first the diaries place. of people they want to kill when they could have killed them. Yeah, it's because um, they've got their diaries. And I have a bigger question. He's now looking for his diary. Which one of those alive wants that diary? His dad's looking for his diary, right? Yes. Who wants that diary? Who do we who do we find out eventually wants that diary? I don't. I don't think you get told. No, you don't, do you? So who the hell is it? It's supposed to be someone that's paying off his debt. Yes. Some, somebody contacted his dad, yeah. Who? Who? Well, before we get there, Yuki's dad went into Yuki's house. Homer Simpson in the bushes and again. Is, and is ransacking his house. And you know, overhears him on the phone. I thought it was a hospital room and that where he was staying. He's looking for it in there, isn't he? Oh, it he? might be the hospital yeah. room. And the person on the phone tells Yuki's dad... I'll wipe all your debts if you break Yuki's phone. So to the dad, he doesn't know what that means. All he knows is, oh, I break a kid's phone and my debt's I'll gone. buy you another one. Yeah. Little does he know that kills him. A better one. And Yuki walks in and catches Yuno trying to kill his dad. And she's like, no, he's working with 11th, is what she says. So the mayor. So, yeah, it would seem that it's the mayor. Good old government funding. <laughs> this never comes to fruition, though. Like none of no. this comes into light later on. If it wasn't for that one tiny piece of information, that never it, comes into it. It, it. does it's very, make this it's very whole odd. bit kind of redundant, though. Mm. You don't need this entire thing with his dad, do you? No. Apart from the fact that he's supposed to be close to his dad, but he could even without this, the relationship remains probably they, better. They could have brought him in as a, a better plot device than they did. 
Yeah. Like, well, yeah. he is there for one reason and one reason only. To off his mum. No, that's not the end goal, is it? Like, because he... For, he for, no, the plot, he, though, that's where it on, he forgives it. his dad, by the way, but for killing his mum. But yeah, we, we, yeah we, we, after we, bandaging him up, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> he brought him a telescope. Yeah. We, <laughs> <laughs> that's all it takes. <laughs> Good old telescope. So, anyway, we'll get he to that. He can see the future. <laughs> Yuno gets a phone call from Marco telling her to leave Yuki's dad alone. So they must be in on this as well. And then he says, come to Sakurami Tower. Not Tokyo Tower, Sakurami Tower, sorry. You know, Yuki, Yuki's dad, they all end up going to Sakurami Tower. Marco and I are there. They're in wedding gear. Um, they've just got married. Congratulations. <laughs> and Marco challenges Yuki to a one-on-one fight. Mortal Kombat. While he's doing this, Yuno turns around and looks at Ai and is taking her time looking at the flowers that Ai is holding in her hands. That's what we all do when Yuki's, we Yuki's dad runs over to the table that his Yuki's phone's on, picks it up, snaps it. And Yuki's like, Dad, no, why? <laughs> no. My boy! My boy! My boy! <laughs> <laughs> You fuck's sake. Yuki doesn't, <laughs> Yuki doesn't <laughs> die, though. Because it turns out that Marco and I had created decoy phones. And it'd be a pretty shit show if you did. So he basically just... And his dad's like, what are you worried about, Yuki? It's just a phone. I'll buy you a new one once the debt's gone. I need this. Yuno runs over, grabs the flowers from I. Turns out the phones are inside. And she actually says that she knew the decoy phones weren't the real ones because the real ones had scuffs on them. And she even says, like, if you'd have imitated the scuffs, then I would have probably How not good seen is this it. Bitch's eyesight. Well, fuck, that's across well, the room. She does stare at Yuki from a long way away and knows exactly what he's up to. I think that's absolute bullshit. She's looking yeah. at those flowers, going, "If I get those flowers, he has to marry me." Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> that's all I was also, thinking. Why aren't she putting the phone down her bra like a normal girl does? They're out of the way. They're safe. They're not going to bounce anywhere in a that's fight. That's a lot of phones. It's, what? To have all of those. Have you not been on TikTok recently? There are girls that pull like vodka bottles out of there and fucking everything. Right. I have seen those, but like. Then the tower blows up and begins to come down. Apparently, it was due for demolition anyway, like in three weeks. Was it? Apparently so. Oh. I don't remember that. Which I thought was confusing. Like, there's a whole message that comes up and they're like, it's due to be destroyed in like three days before they go into Sakurami Tower. Oh. And I'm like. Why? Yeah. So the floor gives way under Yuki. And as he plummets to his death, Yuno and his dad run over to him. And the episode ends with them both reaching out to him. And it's like, oh, which one's he going to take? Whose hand is he going to take? This is something you do with dogs to find out who's the favorite owner. <laughs> Not children. You always have a treat in your hand. When <laughs> and we open with episode 17. Episode 17 opens with Sakurami Tower exploding more. Um, then it jumps back in time. 14 years. What? Oh, just this show, man. It jumps back in this time 14 show. years and we see I as a child. And she was abandoned by her mother at the Sakurami Tower. And Marco found her and saved her. And obviously took her with him to the orphanage. 
And you see that Marco always looked out for her. She followed him around like a lost puppy, really. And But he liked it. He didn't care. And he always looked out for her. And we see that she made a diary about Marco, and hence her diary. So some people, their diaries did actually correspond with what they used to do. I thought it corresponded with everybody, pretty much. Yeah, I thought it was supposed. That was the point of the diaries: is they were their yeah, possibly, personality, yeah. what they used diaries for. Although that also doesn't make sense later on when you realise who made the diaries, because Deus didn't make the diaries. No, he, well, he doesn't. Y- yes, they and no. literally no, because like, no, 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 the mayor makes the game, but not really. He made the diaries. He has no, all he the doesn't. phones on no, the table because no, they're not all phones, though, are they? There's a fucking scroll. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> see a scroll on the table, did you? That'd Isn't be better. He just making the, the <laughs> fake diaries so that everyone can have them. I don't no, know. No, no, he's, no. He's making the game. He's setting up the game. Because you on. see on but his desk all the phones. We're jumping ahead. Let's oh, not jump right, too sorry. far ahead. For fuck's sake, Jim. Sorry. All right. We also see that I is bullied a lot by all the other girls in the school because she cares for nothing other than Marco. She's um, She spends all her day updating her Marco diary and she's a bit obsessive-compulsive, yeah? I mean, yeah. Surely Until she's nickname Polo, right? So the, <laughs> so the girls in her class Come decide... Come on, it was right there. Someone had you to swung say for it. it. <laughs> Someone's got to go The girls in bumps. her class decide it'll be a fun idea to get back at I... By having guys from another school rape her. So she gets a message from supposedly Marco to go to this abandoned warehouse. Lo and behold, it's just a guy. She texts Marco when she hand. gets there <laughs> with tickets in the room. <laughs> she, get... <laughs> she gets to the warehouse. She texts Marco saying, I'm at the warehouse. Where are you? Surely she would have put something earlier. Why are we going what, to a I was warehouse? Say, why are you going to an abandoned they warehouse? They live together. Yeah. They live in the same yeah. building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all these other guys turn up. Um, they, You see them about to rape her. Then you see Marco arrive. And he goes, he goes apeshit. He, and he kills well, at least one of them. Yeah. He does like a full Joey Wheeler sequence where he's like punching the shit out of everybody. You remember the bit from Yu-Gi-Oh! Where yeah. they're like back to back and they're punching <laughs> each other. Yeah, And you kind of... You're kind of not sure at this point if he got there in time or not. Um, I don't think he did. Uh, no. That so was then a it, whole yeah, thing afterwards. cuts to the rooftop and Marco is... He turns to her and he's like, I'm so sorry. I, I can't take back what they did to you. I, I should have stopped them. I should have been there. Bunch of guys around this table. If a girl asks you, do you want to come rape someone? I've got it set up for you. I don't think that was What's the girl's the, uh... intention. I think they wanted those guys to just like scare her and beat her up. I don't know what necessarily. Okay. Same if they question knew... with that context in it. Are you going to go beat up a girl because some girl told you to? No, but nope. No, no, no. no. What's What's wrong with these these types of people? What is wrong with this entire blooming setting and this world? It is fucking bizarre. Mm. That's not a thing. Like I understand that the whole horribleness of gang raping happens but it's not because some girl organized it no and it's happened twice by the way in this entire thing these these lads that they got to do it are obviously fucking twisted from the start but there's there's a lot of them and they're school kids there's fucking in high school yeah and i'm pretty certain at one point they all say 
in that sequence, they're like, we're too young for anybody to do anything. They say us. she's an orphan. Who's going to believe an orphan? And also, we're all still school age, so what are they going to do to us? I'm yeah. like... Huh. Kill you? Murder you? That's what I would fucking do to you. What lad is going to fucking join in on this? Nope. I don't, I don't this know. is not it's a It's not like party. you get a fucking poster at school. Come to my rape party. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a lamppost. Pull a ticket. Like, <laughs> You don't open up an envelope and confetti comes out. It's like, (laughs) party! Congratulations, you've been selected. (laughs) (laughs) The postman handed him out. (laughs) It's just junk mail. I knew he was in on it the entire time. (laughs) I'm here for the party, guys. (laughs) Like we've already said, if it was a parcel parcel force postman... Well, then nobody's nobody's ever getting an invite. (laughs) To be fair, all they hand out is tickets, isn't it? Yeah, actually, yeah, that's a good point. You weren't in, but we dropped it around the back. <laughs> I'm leaving that one alone. <laughs> Name it. Yeah, so, look, it's weird, right? It's, like, this, this whole gang race thing. Does this thing actually is, happen? I can't. I've but never this, heard of it. I'm, I'm sure this isn't the be... first anime we've seen where somebody's gone to a warehouse and been nearly raped. Or well, no, we watched or... Yu-Gi-Oh!, yeah, they got attacked. In the that was attacked. There in was a, a sofa there, though. Uh-huh. How many people did it And a camera opposite. And a guy the doing an interview. Couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do that one. Just yeah. not the man with the bear outfit. No. <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. He still feels safe getting into taxis. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? You can't afford to pay. <laughs> Anyway, on the rooftop, Marco is so upset with what has happened. He, he tries to off himself and I stops him and is like, you think that is going to help? You'd only make my pain 10 times worse if you were to leave me as well. And she won't let him. It's, it's a really nice moment, right? I like this. Ho- I, I mean, it's a fucking In a horrible scene. It's In a, a horrible, horrible situation scene. and the ending... Is actually they they go out of their right. way to create um, a solid ish backstory for these two characters. And, and it's one and, of the only times they actually do. Yeah, and you feel empathy for these characters. It's f- difficult. Why uh, and why did they do this with these two? They almost make Yuki and Yuno out to be the bad guys. They are the bad. They are guys. the bad guys. What are you talking about? <laughs> They're never good guys in no, this entire thing. Not once Yuki, are they the good people. Yuki is a hero. No, <laughs> no, Yuki's not. He's a hero. hero. He's not a fucking hero. He's part of the fucking postman team. <laughs> he's, he's not a hero. We jump back in time. Uh, back in time. We jump forward again to the moment when Yuki falls. Turns out that he grabbed Yuno's hand, and his dad's about to fall down. And Marco grabs Yuki's dad and saves him. Marco and I then stand up and they're like, <laughs> put on their parachutes and they're like, let's get out of here. Why did they save his dad? Yeah, to then only leave him in a building mm-hmm. that's going to fall anyway. I don't know. Maybe they just don't want to kill people at their own hands. Maybe I, they wanted it to look, be a surprise. The only problem I have with their whole thing is you've given them a backstory, but you haven't given them the motivation to become gods. Gods. True. But they, they, like do, you they actually, do say maybe they do say that's co- the point. They do say a couple of times, "Let's be gods together." They do. They do make that quote. So who who has motivation to be god? We all would, given the chance. Yeah, exactly. So that's a reason for anyone to 
to be mm. entered then, really. So they they do want to win, but maybe they're just not about to go full psycho to do so. But we've already seen that you have to, pretty much, to win this game. Yeah, it's a killing game. You have to kill it's to a, win. It's a killing... Well... I guess, in a way, you can get others to do it. I'm pretty certain old age is not going to count. <laughs> no, Deus hasn't got that long. Yeah, exactly. So, Yuki gets told by Yuno that in order to beat these two, we have to do what they do, and we have to fucking fight together. I need you to help me. Captain Planet style. <laughs> With our powers combined. And making a joke I made you- ago. <laughs> yeah. Bring him back the hits. <laughs> You know, finally confronts Marco and I, and Yuki's not there. And they're like, "Where's Yuki? I thought you were going to fight us together." And Yuki comes over to the comm system and is like, "Yeah, I'm checking out. I'm I'm not brave enough to fight," which pisses Marco off again. And he goes after you know, and he he does get the better of her. And then he goes after Yuki, and he's like, "Yuki's in the comms room. I'll go and sort him out next. Now that I've defeated you know, goes after Yuki." Turns out it was all a ploy and Yuki's not in the comms room. Gets his darts out. Throws it at Ai's phone. Misses. For the first time. Well, that's why he stopped using darts then, isn't it? His powers have gone. (laughs) (laughs) But it's okay because Yuno cuts Ai's throat. Disapproving shake of the head from Jim. And Yuki runs runs over and is like, why did you do that? It says they're bad guys because they are bad guys. guys. You shouldn't have done that. You know, we just wanted to destroy her phone, which would have killed her anyway. Yeah, Yeah, but she would have become like the whirlpool toilet thing. (laughs) I imagine that's a lot less painful than having your throat slurred. I don't know. Yes, I would have thought. Well, you think being taken out of existence. And you know, it's like grab the parachute, Yuki, and let's get out of here. Yuki's dad runs over, grabs the parachute, and goes, "I need this more." Yoink! He jumps. Opens, he knows exactly what he's doing with this parachute, by the way. Opens the parachute, glides down. Yuki's mum happens to be there. At the police cordon, why? Is yes. there a reason why she's there? Has she been called? And she spots his dad in the air as he lands. Runs over. He's got a knife in his hand. We don't find out what happens just yet. Because we cut back to I, who's in the wreckage of the tower at the minute. And she's still alive. Even though her throat's been cut, she she is buried under the rubble with Yuki and Yuno. Can still talk. Yuno is like... That's I'm... a good point. <laughs> sort of. No, um, she can talk. She's talking. Like, yeah, Yuno is then like, I know how we can get Marco to come down here with his parachute. Let's flay her skin. She's not a good person. They're <laughs> not good people. Let's flay her skin from her bones. And that will bring the cries that she will make will make Marco want to come and save her. She's there one of the fucking. She is one it. of the fucking Boltons from fucking Game and, of Thrones. Uh, I is like, it's too late. Marco's gone. He hasn't gone. Marco's there and he's trying to dig I out. He's, he's living the dandy way. Yeah. He's living the dandy way. He even gives Yuki a pep talk and is like, "Shut the fuck up. Help me dig all of you out." And he's the good guy. Yeah, he lifts the rock and then you see that he's got a massive metal rod sticking out of his abdomen and. He's like, I got got as well. This is why I'm going to die anyway. I'm going to die as well. So, and they end up helping Marco get I out and 
because it actually she, benefits she them. She dies before he can do anything like... He, and they he, die happily ever after. Yeah. They really do. Actually, I kind of like... It's a nice this. ending to them too. It's a beautiful cause... ending. And he he gives them his power. They didn't live it's... long enough to see themselves become the yeah. villain. They're still the good guys. It's bitter, but it's there's a bit of sweetness with it. Yeah. Just it's... because of who they are. They go out in a fucking blaze of glory, these two. I'd but... watch a show with just them two. Yeah. That's like, what I'm like on about. With show. like... Yuki is literally living this, isn't he? You yeah. live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yes, yes. He always in this. was a villain. The moment he started using fucking Yuko, you know, to be He wanted to survive. Yeah. There's a difference between going out of your way to win the game and kill people never and win- just keep yourself alive. He never wanted to win the game. He never went out of his way to go and kill people. People fucking came to him. Yeah, They came true. after him. So the episode ends with them landing and Nishijima runs over and he's like, don't look, kid, even though you can see everything going on <laughs> behind me anyway. It's your mum. She's dead. Sorry, Harry. She's dead. And we go into episode 18. Episode 18 takes us back a year again. So we're doing a bit of a time jump again. And we see you know when she is stalking Yuki. And we see her see that he has a love letter in his hand at one point. He drops it on the floor and she's like, oh, was that a love letter? Funny episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like this episode. It's we just al- funny. <laughs> we oh. also see that Yuno is extremely popular with all the guys. We, we established this um, in episode yep. one, I think. Um, super popular with all the guys. She's got great grades. She's really pretty. And she's been following Yuki for a week now. She thinks that he's going to give a Valentine or the letter to Wakaba. Another girl in his class. Which he is. Which he is, yeah. He likes Wakaba. What a name. Yep. I was just thinking Waka, Waka, Waka. Sounds like something you should eat, right? Wakaba. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Did you have a stroke mid-sentence? <laughs> what happened there? Wakaba. <laughs> it sounds like a Pokemon. Yeah, oh yeah. Wakaba, no, it does, Wakaba, yeah. Wakaba. <laughs> Go, a... go, Wakaba. That's clearly a duck Pokemon, right? Wobbuffet. <laughs> Wobbuffet. <laughs> So, by pure chance, Yuki and Wakaba are selected to go shopping together. It was supposed to be Yuno and Yuki, but then the teacher's like, oh yeah, Yuno, I forgot your parents don't like you being late home. So, Wakaba gets sent with Yuki, and he is super happy about this, because he thinks this is his opportunity. Yuno, for some reason, owns a giant rabbit mascot outfit, and just as they're then... Wakaba and Yuki are about to hold hands. She comes sprinting down the road and separates them. Do you think maybe she's got a job on a different website? (laughs) What a furry one. (laughs) No, she just keeps the hat on. (laughs) This intrigues you. (laughs) Senses peaked. Does a bit of dancing. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I've just realised as well. It's not called Dancing Rabbit. You don't know what the girls version is called. (laughs) Sure, that has to exist, right? And then there's... uh, after the episode. (laughs) Purely for science, audience. Purely for science. Then there's the vending machine scene where uh, he puts... He's about to buy her a drink and... I love this bit. Just walks up, presses a different one. (laughs) You know, just presses like several buttons of like horrible drinks. Yeah, but then he's like, well, it's ruined that, isn't it? It's completely ruined that. I can't give her this drink that you've supplied and me instead. And then, then he's about to go to the toilet and he's like, once I've had the toilet, I'll give her the letter. And she blocks the toilet off and tells him, basically stops him from right, using the toilet. Right, can't give a letter if it's covered in piss. <laughs> 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 I 
that's when he he pulls the letter out, doesn't he? And he's like, what am I going to do with this? And then she tries to grab it and he moves it out of the way at the last second. And he's like, why do you want this? Why do you want this letter? And she's trying to grab it out of his hand. When does she scare the kid? Because that, that was funny as shit. All the time during that time? It's the, 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 the entire sequence. Because he's like, yeah, you're rabbit. And <laughs> like, she's, she, yeah. They step close to each other and you just see her running from the distance. <laughs> Waxing in between and runs around the corner and some kid there is like, hug. No! <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, Yuki runs away from Yuno. She gets tackled to the floor by security guards because the kid pointed her out. I mean, it's really not that difficult. <laughs> no. the, the only one in a rabbit costume. Yuki gives Wakaba the letter. Nothing comes of that. He gets denied, right? <laughs> no. I think she turns yeah, him down. Yeah, she turns him down, I think. And then we see you know she's um, walking home and she's like, oh no, I've missed my curfew. It's been one month since her parents died. So she walks in and she's like, wait a minute, it doesn't matter that I missed my curfew. My parents are already dead. <laughs> that bit. Oh no, I've missed curfew. Oh wait, hold on, they're dead. It don't <laughs> matter. Sweet. And we also get a flashback to her shutting them in the cage, saying that she wanted to give them a taste of their own medicine. In a sense, this girl, right? You'd want to give them a taste of their own medicine. You wouldn't want to kill them. I thought it was. I thought it was just her mum. No, she locks them both in. Yeah, I know, yeah, but, but da- no, no, but because you get what she I mean, blames right? dad just as much as mum because the fucking dad didn't help the situation, did he? We weren't there. Yes, that because he, because yeah, that's he, a problem. That he's avoided the situation, which has made it worse. Maybe, but does he know that that's happening? What's going on? I don't know. Mm. It just seems like, yeah, I can see how it got to that situation and why it's developed like that, but it just seems like it exacerbates very, very quickly. Yeah, I mean, I get the whole give them a taste of their own medicine, but um, you think she'd remember to feed them. Yeah. But in fairness, they don't feed her, which we see later. We cut to the present again, and Yuki is... um, He's super sad about his mum dying, obviously. So he is brooding over that, and he he goes to Deus, and he says, bring her back. You're the god of time and everything. Bring her back. And Dea says, I can't. There's nothing I can do. But Murmur turns around and goes, oh, no, there's a way you can bring your parents back. You just have to win the game. She actually says yeah. you just have to win Bas- the game. Basically, she's saying win the game. And when he comes back to his house, his dad turns up and he's got like a pawn shop ticket. Yeah. Yuki's like, I know you killed mum. And why have you got a pawn ticket? What have you pawned? <laughs> He's got a golden ticket, has he? He's got- <laughs> <laughs> a pawn ticket. <laughs> then we see Nishijima, who approaches Yuno and goes to uh, try and engage a conversation about the bodies in the hole in her back garden. Um, this is at the police station as well, isn't it? He's pulled her in for questioning. Yeah. <laughs> she just... she No, it's not. It's in a cafe, sorry. And she, she just, just gets up and she leaves. stands up and just walks away. At that point, you've got enough of a suspicion that the investigation should turn on to more of a criminal investigation. You know, She's there's two bodies brought, in the yeah. background in the back garden. But Nishijima is also aware of this game now, so he is treading carefully, um, especially around you know. I mean, arrest her. She's literally murdered like a load of people Are already. Are you going to go and try and put cuffs on her? 
No, I'll I just. Wouldn't. I'll tell you what. I'll get Yuki to do it, and then there we go. Aha! Four play. Job done. <laughs> Jim's like, what's that? So, Yuki ends up following his dad to the pawn shop, and. Uh, it, <laughs> uh-huh. No, you're not allowed to have control over the keyboard. That's why you're not allowed to sit there. He sees his dad leave the shop with a bag and climb into a taxi, and he follows. Turns out his dad goes to this shrine, chases his dad to the shrine. He's got a telescope in the bag for because he wants to take Yuki stargazing. And he turns to Yuki, and he's like, I didn't mean to kill your mum. It was a complete accident. I just had she a just knife fell there, into my knife. Yeah, and he <laughs> breaks down. He's like, I know I've done wrong. I know I shouldn't have done it. Like, fuck. No. But I've bought you a telescope. There's, there's no, there is no excuse for what he did. No, at there really all. isn't. Nope. At all. I stabbed your mum, but here's a telescope and let's go look at the stars. You know what, Dad? You make a lot of good points. And if you look close enough, you might see your mum in heaven. His, oh. Well, his dad does it. <laughs> his dad turns around and goes, I'm going to hand myself in. After we've looked at the stars. After we've looked at the stars, I'm going to hand myself in. And Yuki is like, you're doing the right thing, Dad. You know, I, I, I forgive you because you're doing the right thing. Um, then his dad gets stabbed by some random guy who walks past. Literally manages to approach without anybody ever seeing him. <laughs> That's called or... karma. Yeah, it kind of is. Isn't it? Turns out that these guys who he was in debt to, obviously, have <laughs> found him and killed his father. Uh, then they turn on Yuki and are like, it's nothing personal, kid. I just want your telescope. <laughs> <laughs> so then Yuki gets his diary out, grabs the knife, and just... It was personal fucking, to me. Yeah, fucking kills two of them. And just as the third one's about to kill Yuki, he gets stabbed from behind. You knows there. And this is the point where you're like, okay, now he's he's broke. This is the now. point where Yuki turns around and goes, I am going to win this game. I am going to bring my parents back. And then he turns his knife on Yuno. And he's like, I don't need you anymore. I've found that drive to kill everybody. Yeah, the want to win. And Yuno is fine with it. Wet. Jeez. <laughs> Not quite. This, that's her jam right there. She's ready. She's like... Oh, yeah, I bet she is. <laughs> I'll, I'll die when you want me to die. Just if you say, want me to die now. But I'm actually more useful if you keep me around all the way to the end. She's playing with his head, right? And the episode ends... Yeah, she is. And the episode ends with us seeing Eleventh, or the mayor... And he turns around and he says, it's time to go all in. Uh, so it's leading to the end of this, what we think is the end of this game. And we also see that Deus is very much disintegrating at this point. He's lost like half his eye. Uh, yeah, p- big chunks of him are falling away. And we go into episode 19. Episode 19 opens, it's in Sakurami City Hall. Uh, we see that the mayor is appealing to close the orphanage. That is owned by is it eighth? Yeah, I always just call her mother. Yeah, so that's what she is. And the reason he wants to close the, the matron, it's matron, the adult man baby. Yes, and the reason he wants to close this orphanage is because the matron is breeding killers from the orphanage, and he references I and 
Marco saying that these terrorists came from that orphanage. It's not a good place. Have you proven that? Uh, the records prove that they were from there. From the orphanage. Yeah. That doesn't prove that yeah, they actually, say, the orphanage like, is doing that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's true. Are we forgetting about like the 15 years like between the those orphanage bits? and them growing up? Yeah, no, that's not taking it. The mayor's I mean, like, he cries and he's like, Of course it feels bad. Save- we're chucking these children out <laughs> on the street, but possibly we might be stopping this. <laughs> He manages to convince the assembly that the orphanage helped the tower bombers. And he gets his own way. They vote to close it down. We also find out that first and second, Yuki and Yuno, have been missing for five days now. Nobody has known where they are. And Deus is about to chuck them out of the game, isn't he? Because he's like, oh, they've stopped playing. There's like a discussion in the Akashic Records... And they discuss kicking first and second out of the game because they seem to have gone missing and they don't seem interested in playing anymore. Just as Deus is about to agree to this, you know, and Yuki are right with this badass entrance. Oh, way. yeah, he just pops this? in. He's just like, and he's got Whoop. Yuki, he's got you know, hanging, hanging on, his, on arm his arm in a dress. It literally looks like Jabba the Hutt with Princess <laughs> Leia. To be fair, though, yeah. are in that dress, though. That, uh, Yuki, you know, nah, not you know, but in that dress. And he's in like, is he in but like a hut though? Is he, is, is he in like a black suit? In that dress. <laughs> he's, in <like laughs> he's in a black suit. Uh, as no, well. it's yeah. that jacket, isn't it? Is it's it a black jacket. He's black got jacket. like the pop collar yeah. as well. He puts it? on his leather jacket. Yeah. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ghost Rider hey. time. <laughs> I went fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he walks into Deus Ex's records and slaps the beatbox, the fucking jukebox. <laughs> Just literally. Just gets it going. <laughs> hits Deus' knee. Now listen here, God. He just heals him. Yeah, I'm fixed. <laughs> his knee. He flips a quarter across the room. <laughs> so he, they arrive and they turn around and Yuki's like, "What's up, Daddy?" Oh, <laughs> Yuki, Yuki literally turns around and goes, "Shut up, Eleventh." Or should I say, Mister Mayor? <laughs> Mister Mayor. Ooh, damn. And Deus turns around and goes, "Well, there's obviously no need for this facade anymore." Because and one re- person found out about one other contestant. <laughs> Does first and second know who Matron are? It's the worst blind date ever. I Does he ever find out? I don't know. If he hadn't revealed that, he wouldn't know. have known. Matron might have been the only one who would have got away with it. but <laughs> I would have got away with it too if it weren't for those meddling kids. It's the second joke of mine he said tonight. Damn right. The, the, <laughs> mayor, the mayor is like, how did you know... I was 11th, apart from the fact the silhouette looks exactly like the mayor. And sounds like the very famous would-be-on-TV mayor. Yes, yeah. that person. You, who's <laughs> that murderer? <laughs> <laughs> it's Pikachu! Mayor! Mayor! Yuki turns around and goes, I spent five days sitting in City Hall watching people come and go, um, getting updates and information on my phone. So I, I was able to work it out. That's your tax yen at work there, by the way, guys. <laughs> he didn't get kicked out once from City Hall. And he also spoke to 8th and got 8th on board with his plan to take down 11th. Nishijima, in the meanwhile, has been placed on security detail for the mayor. This guy gets around. Right, <laughs> Nishijima. What does Nishijima supposed to do? I thought, like, what? What is he? 
I thought he was a uh, detective. He's a homicide detective yeah. who's now been put on personal protection detail for the mayor. Why? I don't know. Makes no sense whatsoever. No. Maybe the mayor's phone told him to. Well, I guess he knows for about 8th. Because he knows what 8th's phone does, he knows that 8th knows her. Or he knows... I, I <laughs> no, because he has the Watcher diary, which knows it, what every other diary is doing. He yes. knows Eighth knows Nisajima. Yes. So that maybe inspired him to put Nisajima on there because oh, yeah, then they yeah, won't go he might for thought him. that. Have your enemies close. What well, Eighth won't go for him. Put your enemies closer. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, no, I just that mine was just a sentence. <laughs> yeah, have no, your enemies close. Keep your enemies close. Put your enemies closer. <laughs> Your enemy's friends closer. <laughs> your enemy's friends? This is your dad's uncle's friend's plot. enemy. Well, that's Keep what it them is. really close. It's literally like eighth is friends with Nishijima, so I'll put Nishijima on my staff. <laughs> so, as we said, Yuki has teamed up with eighth, and he has set up a ambush on the road to take down eleventh as he's uh, coming past. I actually really like this. This is when we really see that Eighth is just a nice lady. Yeah. Like she... And we see that First is not a good guy. No. Not so a good guy. the ambush begins. The car then emits an EMP explosion that takes out all of the orphans' subsidiary diaries. Mr. Mayor, I'd like to know where the entire city's budget went. <laughs> and, and why <laughs> it's on a receipt for car EMPs, please. <laughs> this is when... Um, Yuki starts killing the orphans. <laughs> Goes Anakin Skywalker on them right here. <laughs> it was all a trick, all a ploy. Yuno takes the head off of that really oh, sweet the girl. sweet girl. Um, and then Yuki is like, don't... Master Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're killing us all, Master Skywalker. Yuki turns around to them all and goes, don't worry, everybody. I know I'm killing you now, but I will bring you back once I'm God. I imagine Yuno's in the background going... Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Just like... Ugh. Nishijima pulls the car up. They pile 8th into the car with 11th and tries to flee. There's a chase scene, isn't there? A little bit of a chase scene. Uh, Yuno manages to take out the tyres on the mayor's car. Mm. They're just about to take out the mayor. Akase turns up. Yuki, uh, Yuno knew he was going to turn up, by the way. She had an update on the phone saying that Akase... So does had, the mayor. Ak- yeah, they all did, saying that Akase had found out the identity of the third body in her garden. I'm pretty certain the mayor turns around to him and he's like, you're not going to kill me because you're, you're going to get stopped. Not by my men, but by your friends. Yes. Oh, yeah, this is when they show up on the bike, isn't it? Yes. Uh, they crash off the bridge. Akase turns up with on Minane's bike. The, one the safest crash off a bridge you've ever seen. Oh, yeah, they just the land perfectly. Land perfect. <laughs> All of them. And Akase reveals that he found um, in the old orphanage that you know was in her umbilical cord. And it was the only piece of DNA he could find. And he matched it to the third body that was in the hole in Yuno's house. And he turns to Yuki and is like... She is not the real Yuno. This is where I went, oh, twin again. It's a twin. Like, re- this reinforced my twin theory. And the episode ends with Yuki looking at Yuno, and Yuno's like, don't believe him, he's <laughs> lying. And Yuki takes a step back, and he has, like, a, a look of shock on his face. So we've done seven episodes so far. 
That's the end of part three. How are we feeling about this? I'm out. You're out now. I'm out now. I was enjoying it, and then it got messy, and the structure went fucking everywhere. Time was bouncing back and forth. I was, I, you're making it more complex than it needs to be. Uh, I think, yeah, they did this with this show, is that they created a plot that one had to fall in place right at the end, but not only did it have to fall in place, but they had to explain a hell of a lot at the end. Rather than you picking up bits as you went along, it was almost like, and we'll come to it in the next part. 25 episodes of mystery and then one episode of going, and here's yeah. the big reveal. It's like, uh, too long. Too yeah. long. Yeah, yeah. but then they finish the big reveal and then they go, well, actually, and here's, we another, need, here's another thing that we're going to add on just to reinforce what happens at the end. Yeah. And then that could have been solved in five minutes but of footage. Up to, this, up, up to this point, obviously, you know, I mean, they've closed out this part with this whole you know isn't you know which is a good mystery yeah it's, i like it's been, it it's been pretty much the mystery it's all nice, along has it's it not? nice to have these bits thrown in but yeah. i want answers for other bits earlier yes and, That's the and as we said right you, you're not getting anything, all your answers until the last anything. episode maybe two that's it i'm still in at the moment i, well, I was this. i was definitely i'm in. still like, in yeah. i'm i'm like there's some things that i'm starting to get with like Okay, give me context to why some of these other people. Like at the start, you got some context for why people wanted to actually win the game. Yeah, it goes from a murder game to lots of other fucking questions. Yeah, what could have been a simple plot of a murder game with a little bit of mystery behind it, with who you know was and this mm. and the other, has turned into a massively over complex plot. Yeah. Just too complex. Yes, and far too complex. Yes, they do do it right. In the sense of they do give you all the answers, they give you all you the need. answers, but not in an entertaining way. No, not also, in a way that'll carry you through. In interested, also they break their own game at points. Yes, like with the fact of like the subsidiary diaries. diaries. Extra, no, the subsidiary yeah. diaries. Yeah, subsidiary yeah. diaries. I fucking, I didn't need that. No. I mean it worked if you just had Matron have the diaries because the diaries there is I like could have got them out of that room. Then we didn't need a yeah like. Kozuka to get a subsidiary like, diary. He could have just looked up there's and seen a, a great. Yes, there's a fucking vent. You like, don't need a diary yeah. to tell you that that event is your best way out. Mm-hmm. Because Skip. not only that, but you never find out how they get those diaries or why they got those diaries. The only thing you then get is Matron has a diary which can send off extra diaries to her followers and her kids, yeah. basically. Which is fine. I don't mind that with one of them. Okay, you've got a diary which can give. Yeah, but your that could be her diary's ability. Yeah, that's what I mean. She that's sees her things ability through her kids. If that's Subaki what she would, would have write known about. how to do that, if Subaki would have known how to do that, the yeah. woman who had a whole cult behind her, if she could have made subsidiary diaries, yeah. she would have been unstoppable. Mm-hmm. But they select and choose based on plot. Mm-hmm. The, yes. the matron, I understand. She, the only thing she would write about day to day would be her kids. They could have just had do. the orphans are on board with her winning the game. But well, they, they don't have yeah. actually. No, no, but they don't have their own diaries. They're just there to help her. They could have a page her. of hers. That's yes. why I mean, I like three page Marco and diary. I. Yeah. Right. And and I like the fact that they're connected to the orphanage as well because that brings in a little bit of a little bit of when, when it gets to it, La you're familia. like yeah. you like a bit of that, don't yeah. you? Like a bit of the though their story was really well done and it was heartwarming and the way they go out was beautiful and you it's the moment you really do sit there and go, "Oh, you, you just, they're not good people." 
He's not we, a good we, guy. We didn't need that all the way up like, to there. You know Yuno's a psycho, but this is the point where you're like, Marco and I over there, they're good people. Yeah. I do like the break. He I was like, a good man. I like he was <laughs> a good man. I like the break and how they break him. With the fact that, oh, by the way, we've killed both your parents. And now he's thinking, oh, the only way I can bring them back is if I yeah, become that, Lord that, of Time. That's once again another mystery slash plot point. Is you've got Yuki who thinks that oh, I can kill whoever I want now because it doesn't matter because I'll just bring them back. Yeah, but I like that. And I also like the fact of that's why he's broke. Because now he's literally like, I'll kill them all. I'll kill them all and then I'll yeah, bring he, them back Yeah, I mean, later. he had to have a reason, didn't he? To yeah, start changing. That's his snapping point. Yeah. yeah, and that's his breaking point. And I love it. And the way he breaks and what he does to eight. It takes him five days to turn into Neo. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we see the break when his father gets killed and then he kills all those people because yes. he's like... Yes, but, the, I, I but now five days reason. later, he has a leather jacket. I also yeah, have a reason now to win this game. He had a reason anyway. It's called Survival. That's what Which he was is doing. what he was running on. Yeah, but that's what he was running on, he just, and now he's yeah, like he cranked it up to eleven. He also wouldn't actively participate. Yeah, no. now he does. No, he was running on fucking like two. Instead of waiting for around. people to come to him, he's hit this point where he's like, "No, no, I'm coming to you." Yeah, he goes from active to proactive. Yes, and murders orphans in the process. Yeah, yeah, and has no qualms about it either. Well, that's because how you become just, a Jedi. He'll just bring him back. Sith. <laughs> <A> Sith. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note it's time for us to chuff off all you summoners can join us next time where we will do the final part part four of the future diary if you've got any questions or queries or just want to see what we're up to you can find us on instagram twitter and facebook at how not to summon or join our discord at how not to summon a podcast i've been Kenny Tempon. i've been jim i've been grayson see you later see you it's all right. <laughs>